Welcome to the Coastline Podcast. We exist as a church to help connect you to God and the people around you, to help you grow in your faith, and to challenge you to go into your community sharing the love of Christ. Three things, connect, grow, go. If you'd like information on what is going on at Coastline, follow us on Instagram and Facebook or email us at hello at coastlinensb.com. Well, guys, I, if you haven't figured it out, Brian is not here today. So Brian is fishing in Louisiana with some buddies, uh, and he left me in charge of it all. So uh, how nice of him, right? So um, my name is Erica, in case you missed it. And we are in week two of a series called Built Different. And I'm excited to give you guys the message. I believe God has given me a word this morning for us. But Brian proposed one very important question last week, and um, after many, many hours of research, and by an Instagram poll by you here at Coastline, it has been officially determined that you, Coastline, do not put up your Christmas tree before Thanksgiving, all right? So for the two of you, Kayla, I'm so sorry, you and one other person were the only people who put your Christmas tree up before Thanksgiving, but that's all right, we still love you, you guys are ahead of us in the holiday spirit, but uh, I know you guys were on pins and needles all week wondering, so I really wanted to answer the question for you this week. Speaking of Thanksgiving, who here has already purchased all of their Thanksgiving goodies? Okay, a couple people. Anybody have absolutely nothing yet? Yeah, you guys are my people. Okay, all right. So I said I'm a last-minute person, and um, I mean it. I will probably be at Publix at 7.30 on Wednesday night trying to beat everybody to the last can of yams for Thanksgiving dinner. But just a reminder, you have a couple more days. Um, I'm so proud of you guys that are prepared. You guys are my heroes, um, and I hope one day I can be like you, but I probably won't be. So um, you guys are awesome. And maybe I'll come to your house for Thanksgiving (laughs) because I might not have any food. (laughs) So um, thank you guys so much for donating to the Bridging the Gap um, gift card drive. It's going to be a huge difference for our community, um, for those people. This year, man, getting hit by two hurricanes a month apart and getting uh, just, the you know, where we are financially in the world, uh, inflation, the price of groceries, it hits hard. So for a lot of people, that $30 gift card is going to make a huge difference for their Thanksgiving. So I just wanted to thank you one more time. So before we get started today, let's pray and let's get into it. Father God, Lord, we thank you for this time together, God. Lord, we go into this week of Thanksgiving, and Lord, we cannot be more thankful for you and all you have done. Lord, we thank you for your son, Jesus, and how he died on a cross for us. We thank you for the blessings that we have in our lives. Lord, whether we're in a a low moment or a high moment, God, you are with us in each and every season, and we have so much to be thankful for. So, Lord, as this week goes on, Lord, maybe we just have that spirit of thanksgiving as it goes throughout the week, Lord, and we can show that to our friends and our family. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. 
All right, so today we are talking about being built different. And I was studying this week, and God reminded me of one of my favorite stories in the Bible. And um, I think that we can learn a lot from this story. It's really short. Uh, well, the story is longer, but I'm going to read a short portion of it this morning. And it's a story of where Jesus heals a paralyzed man. And let's take a look. It is in the book of John, chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. And in this scripture, it says, Afterwards, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city, near the Sheep Gate, was the pool of Bethesda, with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, and paralyzed, lay on the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked him, Would you like to get well? And that's where our story is going to take place today. This is where we're going to dive in deep and really understand why is Jesus asking this question? We read in the scripture that the man had been paralyzed for 38 years. Well, of course, like when I first read this, I'm like, Jesus, like, yeah, he wants to be healed. So let's take a little deeper look, shall we? Um, my ladies' Bible study on Thursday nights, we have been going through um, different stories of the Bible, and but we have been challenged to put on Middle Eastern lenses because the Bible was written in Middle Eastern culture and took place in Middle Eastern, middle, by Middle Eastern culture um, folks. And so... It's important for us to realize and put these lenses on and see what Jesus really means by asking this question, do you want to get well? I think it's an important question to look at in this story because I believe it's a question that Jesus continues to ask you and continues to ask me here and now. So let's take a deeper look at this passage again and get a better sense of what Jesus means by do you want to be well. Again, in the scripture, it says, afterwards, Jesus returned to Jerusalem from one of the, for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city near the Sheep Gate was the pool of Bethesda with five covered porches. So I want to tell you a little bit of background about the pool of Bethesda. In Jerusalem, there were two big pools. These were community pools. The pool of Bethesda was actually two football fields long, so it's a really big place. It's important to know that everybody who is anybody is at the pool of Bethesda, right? So these pools kind of function like a modern-day Facebook or Twitter or CNN or Fox News. This is where people came to get the info, the scoop, what's happening. If anything is going to go down, it's going to happen at the Pool of Bethesda, and that's where people are going to find out about something. So I find it interesting that Jesus does not one but two miracles here in the Pool of Bethesda, but it's really important to know why it's important to the story, right? You have a lot of people here at this pool, and it says that the paralyzed people come here to beg. Let's take a look. It's in verse 3. It says, Crowds of people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay on the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked him, Would you like to get well? 
Again, remembering back to this question of Jesus saying, would you like to get well? Well, yes, of course they want to get well. Of course the man wants to get well. It'd be like if I rolled up into the community hospital over here and asked the patients in the room, do you want to get well? Of course their answer is yes. Of course they want to be well. This man wants to be well. But Jesus is asking a deeper question in this moment. He's been sick for 38 years, and Jesus wants to know, are you ready to be well? In Jesus' time 2,000 years ago, begging was actually a profession. So if this man was sick, if he was ill, he's paralyzed, he doesn't have the use of his legs, begging is a profession because you were not able to train to work, you were not able to be educated. And so in this culture, begging is a profession. And I wanna explain to you a little bit about, and you should really take the time to read for yourself because we've been studying and it's just blown our minds on Thursday nights. But the Jewish culture is a very generous culture. They practice something called zedekah, yeah, I got it right. Okay. All right. They practice something called Zedekah, which is a generous spirit. And so what that means is if I, if you were a blind person and I'm a seeing person and you are blind and you are begging, I, as a Jewish person, would give you money because that is my way of saying, thank you, God, for me having my eyesight and it helps provide for the beggar. So now we understand, right? We understand the context of the story here. We have a man who's been paralyzed for 38 years without the use of his legs. And he also, this is his profession, right? This is how he makes his money. This is how he has provided for his family. And Jesus is saying in the scripture, I can heal your legs, but tomorrow, when you wake up, how are you going to provide for your family? And when Jesus says, do you want to get well, what he is really asking is, are you ready to steward the wellness I have for you? Are you ready to be built different? Are you ready for the wellness that I can bring? You know what it's like to live wounded, but are you ready to live healed? The question is filled with so much compassion, and there's been so many times in my life where Jesus has come to me and asked me, are you ready to be well? And I think a lot of times my answer was no. I'm good. I'm good with my coping mechanisms that I have. I'm good like being bitter. I'm good doing, doing me. I'm good with who I am. I'm not ready to be well. I'm not ready to live well. You got to come back later, Jesus, okay? <laughs> There's been so many times where I said, don't come at me because I don't want to change who I am. I don't have the energy to change who I am. I've spent a lot of time and energy living broken. We have to know God's character because there will be a time that Jesus will come to us from time to time and ask us, are you ready to be well? This question found me in a big way two years ago. 
A year and a half ago, I came to the realization that I was depressed. And I was still working. I was still mommying. I was still um, working here at the church, even teaching and doing all the things, going through all the motions. And I was functioning at the time, but I was so empty. And I had a hard time expressing how I felt to Brian and to my friends and really getting people to understand where I was. And I realized that Jesus was asking me, do you want to be well? And in that moment, if he had healed me of my depression, would I have been ready? I wasn't ready. And that's the thing. I started counseling because I knew if I want to be well, then I've got to take on some work for myself. Because Jesus, when he goes to heal the, the paralyzed man, what Jesus is saying is, yes, I can heal your legs, but tomorrow you have to get up and you have to go find a totally different way of life. And it's the same for you and it's the same for me. I don't know what your situation is, but if you want God to heal you of your addiction, are you ready to put in the work that it takes to live healed? If you want Jesus to heal your marriage, are you ready to work on yourself and accept that it's hard work? Are we ready to be healed? And so that's what I did. I spent a lot of time working on myself. I spent a lot of time, and it was hard. It was not easy. Counseling is, it's easy to say words to someone for an hour, but when they give you homework, things that you have to work fundamentally change about the way you communicate to other people, about the way that you think, that's a lot of hard work. And I knew that if I wanted to live free, yes, I believe that Jesus could have healed me of depression right then and there, and I believe he can still do healings like that today. But I wasn't ready to live well. I wasn't built any different to keep on going. I know that it's a lot to process and take in. And um, for me, if Jesus would have healed me instantly, I would have gone right back to the begging, right? Maybe for a day or two, it would have felt good and it would have felt normal again. But if I didn't have the tools that I needed to live well, I would have gone back to begging. And the same goes for the man, the, the question that Jesus is asking him, do you want to be well? He's asking him, are you ready to live well? Are you ready for my healing and the steward that I can, you, can you bring it? And can you live well? Through counseling, it helped me communicate my wants and my needs. Through counseling, I learned boundaries with other, and through counseling, I learned how to live healthy and keep me in check. And God is kind. He will ask you this question when he is ready to answer it. And Jesus will take you deeper. He wants to heal you from the things that you don't think you could ever be healed from. And for all of us, the answer is easy. Do we want to be well? Do we want healing? And the answer is yes. But do we want to live healed? Are we ready to live healed? Are we ready to be built different? 
so many times in our life, we are focused on the healing. We're focused on the miracle that we need. Maybe it's a financial miracle that we need, but are you ready for God's blessing? Have you been a good steward of what he's given you before? If he's gonna heal you from it now. So I wanna take a moment today as we learn together, as we're on this journey together of, of being built different. That's what it's all about, friends. It's all about Christ changing us from the inside out. And he wants to heal us. He is a good, good father who wants the best for his children. So I want to ask you just the same question that Jesus asked the man. Do you want to be well? Are you ready to live your life well? And it's a question only you can answer. And sometimes we're not there yet, right? I've told you many times in my life. I wasn't ready to be well. But when you are, Jesus will be there for you. And he will walk step by step with you throughout your process. In days, it won't be easy, but it will be worth it. I am standing here today healed of depression because I took the time in to do the work. I, I walked daily with Jesus. I was bent, but I was not broken. And I was ready to be made well. And so I ask you today, are you ready? So I just want to pray for us this morning. Take a moment to reflect of God's goodness over our life. And when he speaks to you in the silent, are you ready to be well? Maybe you'll understand what that means a little bit more today. And that's my hope and my prayer. Let's pray together. Father God, Lord, you know what we need. You know everything about us. You know every thought. And Lord, we know you are right here ready to heal us. But Lord, help us be prepared. Help our hearts to be ready to receive your healing in our life. We're stubborn people sometimes, Lord, and a little bit hard-headed. And God, I just pray, Lord, that you would use us in a big and a mighty way. For those that are struggling this morning with marriage, issues, with money issues, with addiction issues, Lord, with depression and mental health issues, God, Lord, I just pray your wellness over them. God, I pray that their hearts be prepared for your healing in their life. It's not an easy thing, but God, you are gentle and you are kind and you are full of compassion on your sons and your daughters. And so God, we just pray and I lift up those to you that need your healing the most. Lord, maybe we be a people that are built different because we are ready to be made well. It's in Jesus' name we pray. As always, Coastline, know that you are loved and that the best is yet to come.